Hey there, I'm Renee, a former hot mess shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke to debt-free minimalist, started a money-generating blog, and healed my marriage while being a homeschooling, stay-at-home mom. And I did most of this with nothing more than a library card and a prayer. Looking back, there is one thing I wish I had had a friend to share the journey with me who actually understood what I was going through. This is my hope for the Unstuffed podcast, to be a place where you can shake off the need to people please and where we can both show up as our authentic selves, even if we're still in yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if you spike your coffee. As always, let's keep this simple. Life is hard enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. It's me, your host, Renee. Today, I really wanted to tackle a heavy topic um, as best I could that's been kind of weighing on my mind over the last few days. And that is, can minimalism make you a kinder person? Now, I feel like I have been on both sides of this, and I want to share that with you because I think no matter who you are, you can maybe relate to some of the little tidbits that I'm going to share with you. And the reason I wanted to start this off is one thing I noticed when I started my minimalist journey was that there are so many wealthy people who would choose minimalism. There were so many stories that I would come across of people who had it all. They, they hit the six figures. They hit the seven figures. They had the car. They had the job. They had the status. They had the house and left it all. They just hated it all. <laughs> they bailed on it. Um, of course, this doesn't happen to everybody, but I always kind of thought that was interesting. If you missed or if you listened to my other podcast episode on the five things that cause minimalism, you know that a lot of times it's natural disasters or life hardships that caused people to recognize that they didn't need their possessions. Um, But on the other hand, for the high profile minimalists of the world, a trend that I have noticed is that a lot of times it was the people who had everything They gained it all and just had this realization that none of this stuff was actually working in their favor. So maybe that means like they got all the money and they realized I'm still not happy. You know, a lot of us grew up with this belief, like if we have the money, we have the house, we have the security, we're going to be happy. And then you get there and you realize I'm not. So at that point, you have no choice but to go, something went wrong. I did something wrong. And this was the case for me and my family. And by no means were we at like the six figure income mark or anything like that. But for me, I had always wanted a big, beautiful home. I thought that would bring me security. I thought that a big, beautiful home meant family security and that we would all just live together and be wonderful and everything would be so peaceful and great. Just like the movies, you know, you think about father of the bride and the big giant house they had, or like the McAllister family, Um, on Home Alone, which I guess isn't a good example because (laughs) that's not a great family dynamic, um, leaving your kids behind. But you know what I mean? Whenever I grew up watching the movies of these happy families, they often had big, beautiful homes. So in my brain, I was like, okay, big, beautiful home is what I need to have the big, happy family. Okay, check, check, got it. 
Um, and then you get it and you realize, oh, this, it's not the stuff. It's not the things that bring the happy. Shit, I did, I did everything wrong. Um, you know, once you've gained a certain status, also for the people who maybe were working to climb up the corporate ladder a lot of times, they get the status and realize, you know, people only like you for that status or that maybe you don't like the requirements of that status. You don't like the job itself. You don't like the busyness. You don't like the work. And truly, more than anything, if we don't like our work, we are going against our soul. That is, of course, my belief. But we are designed to do work. We should come here with work that makes us feel fulfilled and makes us feel on purpose um, rather than working for a paycheck or a status. That will never give us that feeling of fulfillment. Um, so we're left feeling empty and that's why I believe so many people just leave it all behind and head for the minimalist route um, in a way to almost reset their life, which is funny enough. I didn't even plan that. But that's the reason I named my program The Minimalist Reset. Um, because it's going, oh, something's wrong in life. I did everything wrong. Whoops. <laughs> How can I undo this? Undo it, undo it, undo it, right? Um, and that's what so many minimalists have done. And I just thought that was so intriguing. But on, t on the flip side of that, you know, a lot of us grew up believing that money was the root of all evil or that, um, you know, wealthy, the wealthy men would never enter the gates of heaven. That was something I always grew up believing. So I think that led a lot of us to go, okay, well, I don't want money then. I sure don't want any money. Uh, you know, so here I am. Here are so many Americans, so many people spending all of their money as fast as they can on stuff and clothes and shoes and going out to eat and then buying a lottery ticket, hoping for money, right? I don't want money. I don't need money, but I really would like money. Um, so where do we find this balance? Because, you know, the wealthy people aren't happy and staying broke isn't great. So how do you create this balance? And I honestly think, at least in my life and in the 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 people that I have noticed around me, minimalism has been something that has allowed people to create this balance. Um, because, so like I said, we grew up with this understanding that money was the root of all evil. And then we see wealthy people who say, yeah, I got all the money and it didn't get me anywhere. Well, it's not necessarily the money, but more our mindset around the money and who we think we're going to be when we have it type of thing. You know, it's who we allow ourselves to think we are when we have that money, when we have that status. Um, because there have been studies, a Princeton University study in 2010 found that making $75,000 a year was um, kind of like the mark for happiness. It looked at how many people's emotional well-beings improved and $75,000 a year seemed to help people truly be happier. So in a sense, yes, a certain amount of money is going to create that stability and that happiness because it allows a little bit of flexibility and freedom in our lives. Now, that's a 2010 study. This is 2022. All bets are off and everything's going up. So that that number may have gone up as well. So we know that too much money, too much status doesn't bring happiness. Unless I believe, you know, if you're making millions of dollars a year, but you're doing it in an organization that you've built or a business that you love that you see changing the world, then that money is going to bring a whole different vibration to it than, you know, 
working on the stock market or, you know, doing something that you just are not passionate about. It's going to bring a whole different vibration to that money and to your attitude around it. So how can I transition here? <laughs> so in the ways that we've seen, the, the pursuit of money for the sake of money doesn't get you anywhere. But yet the world tells us a certain amount of money does has been shown to improve a person's emotional well-being. Okay. But there's another study that has recently popped up um, that I loved, which is the whole reason that I'm showing up and sharing this. Um, and that was a study done. Shoot, I've lost the name of the study. Um, and this was done in 2012, actually. But for some reason, I just heard about it now. It was um, psychologist Paul Piff and Dr. Keltner that ran several studies looking at different classes. And in the sense that they noticed that people who were driving luxury cars were more likely to cut people off, um, you know, or speed by pedestrians, things like that. So imagine the same people who leave their cart in the middle of the parking lot at Target, right? The wealthy people, guys. It's the people who have a lot of stuff who are less likely to have empathy for their fellow man. So I'm not going to go through everything that this study shares. I will link to it below because it is super interesting. Uh, but also, I wanted to read just this little snippet. It says, a related set of studies published by Keltner and his colleagues last year looked at how social class influences feelings of compassion toward people who are suffering. In one study, they found that less affluent individuals are more likely to report feeling compassion towards others on a regular basis. For example, they are more likely to agree with statements such as, I often notice people who need help, and it's more important to take care of people who are vulnerable. This was true even after controlling for other factors that we know affect compassionate feelings such as gender, ethnicity, and spiritual beliefs. So they were saying ultimately that the class of these people tend to be the strongest thing that pointed to, toward them having a little bit more empathy or compassion for their fellow man. This is so much to take in. So having a certain amount of money is supposed to make me happier, but I'm going to be nicer if I have less money. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? And that's kind of what it feels like. But that's why I believe minimalism is what can help so many of us create this balance between both worlds of truly feeling comfortable enjoying our lives and creating that security for ourselves while also showing up for our fellow man. For me, what minimalism can do is have us slow down and just start intentionally living and put a pause on things like stuff and status and money and realize that those things are not the key to happiness. Um, because unfortunately, what happens so often is that those who are living with less money are spending it so quickly, getting rid of it so fast. Um, and I would say, I suppose the same for wealthy people. And minimalism, you can adapt this mindset where when you are no longer attached to stuff, when you're no longer attached to this desire for status, um, you slow down and you stop just spending your money carelessly. And when you do that, you begin to attach more to yourself and your purpose and who you are and how you want to show up in this world and who you want to be. And which makes you more likely to find and choose a career that makes you feel on purpose, that brings in an income that um, also allows you to feel like you're leaving an impact on the world. 
Minimalism can help you pause, slow down, make intentional decisions for your financial future because you're not so desperate for that money. You're not desperate to get rid of it and you're not desperate to hang on to it. You know, for me, being able to put money into an investment account and a savings account, both in the same month, and not feel like I am depriving myself has been a huge feat. That was something I struggled with so much before. You know, I felt like if I didn't have the money in my hands that I was somehow missing out or I was somehow depriving myself. But there is so much security in knowing that my money is making money for me. And now the money that I have in my hands, I can do good with. I was just telling my kids this morning, my daughter, you know, we, t- we teach them give, save, and spend when they get their allowance money. And my daughter, God love her fiery spirit, was like, you don't give, mom. And I tried to keep my fiery spirit in check and said, yes, I do, sass pants. <laughs> I, I said, you know, we donate to a children's hospital every month. We donate to another family friend of mine who is kind of like doing missionary work. Um, I said, when we know someone who is in need of help, you know, dad and I will set aside money. We'll make sure that we're able to help them. And we love being able to show up and treat our family members. You know, we've got kids who are doing jobs or working to save up for um, a wedding and medical school and being able to take them out to dinner just feels so great because I remember being so appreciative of the people who would treat me to dinner when I was a new mom, when I was a stay-at-home mom, when I really wanted to go out with people and have dinner but would panic about the cost of it. I love being able to um, lighten that burden for other people, even if it's just in that the simplest of ways. And also by creating a more minimalist life, I have been able to create this online little business of mine where I'm showing up and I'm trying to create podcasts and trying to create programs and trainings for people so that I can share the knowledge that I have gained. Therefore, I am bringing in an income that feels aligned with a higher purpose rather than just hustling for a paycheck. In other words, I think choosing minimalism for so many people, especially people who are maybe potentially making more money, it is a way for them to stay in that humble state of mind with people who are in the lower class. You know, if the lower class people are the ones who are showing more empathy, minimalism can be a way to help keep you humble while you are earning a higher income. It can help you continue to show up with compassion and empathy for your fellow man while also, you know, making intelligent changes for your, your family and your future and still enjoying your life. And I think in doing that, you become an example to people who maybe have less money. You're able to better speak to those types of people. You know, I think there are so many people who are struggling financially and are so set on the eat the rich mindset where they hate people with money. And the fact that people with a lot of money apparently, you know, are showing that they have less empathy, I can't blame them. And I understand it when you have people like Jeff Bezos flying to the freaking moon and world hunger is still very much a thing. Um, it can all feel so frustrating, but I see so much beauty happening right now in the people who have learned to master the money, have learned to make the money. They have understood what that takes and then have humbled themselves, simplified their lives 
so that they can do good with that money and share with others how to increase their wealth so that, God, like, wouldn't it be wonderful if all of us in the whole world were able to make that $75,000 a year mark or whatever to meet this minimum standard of not just happiness with money, but just the security of what that could create for everybody. Hey there! I don't mean to be a buzzkill and interrupt your previously scheduled programming, but if you are loving the Unstuffed podcast, then I would love for you to check out the Unstuffed Inner Circle. This is my monthly membership purpose-driven community of simplicity seekers. Think of this as a standing coffee date with a low-maintenance group of friends where you can just be yourself. There are monthly coffee talks slash coaching calls with me, weekly unchallenges, journal prompts, guest speakers, and so much more. The best part, it's only $24 per month to gain access to the whole community, yours truly, plus all of the other bonus goodies. So if you love the idea of being part of community where simplicity and self-growth is the center focus, check out the show notes for more info. And this seems like such a depressing, vicious cycle, because if you continue to read the study further, you see that the people who have the least amount of income are the ones who want to help children with cancer, who are less likely to take more candy from a candy jar. Um, just little things like that. And what I think minimalism can allow people to do if they are making a higher income is keep themselves at that humble level, bring themselves back down to that humble level Therefore, give their money because they start to have that compassionate heart of giving and kinding, being kind and showing up for other human beings. Um, that is the transformation that has taken place in my heart and is the transformation I have seen take place in the hearts of others who have shared a similar journey to me. And I truly believe it has the potential to impact the world if more people continue to practice it. And at the same time, people who have less income, um, oh, creating that balance of wanting to help other people, but also having this belief that money is bad. Therefore, they are less able to help the people in need. Um, but that's a whole other topic for another day, I suppose, is and again, that's something I speak on so much is shifting that money mindset. Because when we've grown up with this bad belief around money that having money is bad, then all of these kind, wonderful humans with compassionate hearts have this belief that money is bad. Therefore, um, you know, money stays away and they're never able to show up and help the world in the way that can actually leave an impact. Oof. I don't know if this podcast was helpful or depressing. I'm not sure how I feel, but I hope it gave you a lot to think about today. And if you are somebody who is maybe in that higher earning price range, consider how you could simplify your life and maybe take the time to say, God, you know, am would I be one of those more compassionate or less compassionate people? And if you are one of those more compassionate people who are, you know, below the $75,000 mark, and you know that you're constantly thinking of others and you're always wanting to give, pausing to think, okay, but 
are there ways that I am maybe keeping myself broke by spending on pointless things? And this is not me judging. This is me saying I used to do the same thing. I would spend so much money on pointless stuff. And then I also remember like wanting to help people and not being able to, um, but also not stopping myself from that cycle at the same time. So I truly believe applying a minimalist mindset to no, any, any price wealth range can be so beneficial so that all of us can band together and make a bigger impact on this world as a whole. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unstuffed podcast. I'm so glad that you were here. And remember, I love to hear from you guys as well. So please take the time to write a review so that each week I can read one of your reviews live on the air. And if you're not quite ready to be done, don't forget that you can head to reneevenice.com slash links, where you can access some of my free trainings and my free guides. You can also gain access to my programs and my trainings, including mini school. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, keep it simple. Life is complicated enough.